The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. Hello, and welcome back to the MRP. First things first, thank you so much. If you are a returning listener, thank you for your support. And if you are new here, new to the show, I just wanted to start by saying I don't normally sound like this. I am a little bit under the weather for today's episode, but I felt so strongly about wanting to get this out there that I was like, you know what? My listeners can deal with a little bit of sniffles and a little bit of congestion. It's that time of the year. You know it. Allergies kind of hit you like a ton of bricks and we move forward. So it is what it is. But thank you so much if you are a new listener for tuning in and joining the show. Um, Super, super excited for today's episode as we are going to be discussing all things time management, how to attack your freaking day, how to become the absolute queen of your schedule and just constantly be getting shit done because there is probably nothing worse, at least in my opinion, than constantly feeling like you are like frazzled and running around and you have no grasps of what's happening next or what you have to do. And you, you're running around like a freaking chicken without their head. Like nobody likes that feeling. And to me, that causes more panic and uncertainty and just more anxiousness than taking the time out of my day at some point to plan some shit out. So I had this conversation with quite a few of my coworkers recently. And I also do the same thing with a lot of my clients, which is why I wanted to bring it to today's podcast and today's episode. And you guys are probably thinking like, um, what the heck? I'm here for a little bit of tough love. I'm here for a kick in the ass. I'm here for health and fitness, right? And truth be told, your time management, how you're able to attack your day and take control of your day has a hell of a lot to do with your health and fitness journey. And I want to show you guys just how much the two of them really are synced up because, I mean, if you can't attack your day, you can't take control of what you have to do. You're never going to be able to succeed and take a step forward and be productive and be on your shit. And in all honesty, if that's you, you're constantly running around frazzled. I hate to say it, but you're doing it to yourself. You really, really are. So I want to be able to walk through that a little bit more with you guys today and teach and show each of you how important it is to learn, learn, because it is a skill that every single one of us has the ability to master, but learn how to attack your day, learn how to take control of your schedule and learn how to seamlessly integrate health and fitness and your fitness routine and and your healthy habits, how to integrate that into what seems like an already jam-packed day. Because bottom line is, you can make it happen. I mean, we all have the exact same 24 hours in the day. And the number one excuse, you guys can probably guess it, that I hear from most people who can't seem to get on top of their health and fitness journey. They can't seem to get on top of that routine or master that is what? I just don't have enough time or I'm just so busy or well, I worked all day, right? It's it's a time thing. And in my opinion, that is complete Bullshit. If you are telling yourself that you don't have enough time for your health, you're simply telling yourself that you are not prioritizing that, right? Your health is not a priority to you. And if you start to replace the I don't have enough time excuse with it's just not important to me excuse, uh, I guarantee you're going to start kind of guessing yourself and checking yourself a little bit when that continually comes up over and over and over. Because how are you going to vocalize like, oh, I don't care enough about my health? Like what? You'll have a very easy time. Being like, oh, I don't have time today. 
sure, right? You can brush that off. But for you to say and think, ah, I don't really care about my health. I mean, that should make most people, you would assume, kind of stop in their tracks and rethink whatever it is that they're pushing off. So we all have the same freaking 24 hours. We are all busy, guys. We all have full-time jobs. We all have unexpected things that pop up in our days or weeks or, you know, fires that we have to put out that we just came out of left field. We all deal with that, right? The person who's getting to the gym six days a week and crushing their health and fitness journey, they're not not dealing with any of those things. They're not living their life in this little fitness bubble where the only thing they have to do every day is wake up and crush it in the gym and head home. Like everybody deals with something. So before you start comparing your schedule to her schedule, to his schedule, to your mom's schedule, to your bosses, everybody's got shit that they're dealing with. Okay. So if you're not getting everything done in your day that you want to accomplish and you're letting your healthy habits or your gym session be the one thing that is always skipped, always pushed off, always, yeah, I don't really have time for that. Truthfully, I, I have absolutely no sympathy for you because bottom line is, like I said, you are doing it to yourself and there's a very good chance you're implementing absolutely nothing different day to day in order to make a change, in order to switch things up, in order to, like I said, be the queen of your schedule and attack your day. You're letting it attack you day after day, week after week, and it's getting you absolutely nowhere in regards to your fitness journey. But I can also probably guarantee, like I said, everything links up. You're probably not getting anywhere in your career. Your relationships are probably suffering. Your friendships probably. You're always just like frazzled and doing a bunch and running around and like that's not the way that we are supposed to live, right? So I personally have I will admit, become the queen of scheduling. I have become the master of time management and efficiency. And as I always do, I owe a lot of that to my days um, as a Division I athlete in college. I really, really do. Like, well, actually, let me me backpedal a little bit. I owe a lot of that to just being a gymnast my entire life. Um, And I say gymnastics specifically and not just being an athlete because – a lot of people are athletes. A lot of people play sports. But gymnastics specifically because it – Truthfully, and I really did think about this, it really is one of the only, if not the only sports that is completely year round. There's no off season. There's no, oh, we'll pick it back up in spring. There's no, the last game of the season. Like it requires your 100% time and effort 365 days a year. And I honestly, I couldn't think of any other sports that require that same. Every Everybody else has an off season, right? Everybody else plays, you know, fall <clears throat> is football, <clears throat> excuse me, or soccer. You know, we've got spring, we've got this, we've got that. Like gymnastics is, is all year round. So, I mean, and I, I said specifically college to begin to just attesting my time management and the skills that I want to teach you guys today um, to my time spent as a college athlete, because holy shit, I mean, just to give you guys a little sneak peek, and I know I've talked about this a little bit on the show, but like really to hammer it home because I don't think anybody truly understands what is required of a Division One athlete. Everyone thinks like, oh, they're cool. They they play sports. They get free shirts. They don't have to go to class. Like what, what in the actual fuck? That is so far from what it actually is. My schedule personally looks something along the lines of waking up probably around seven, to be honest. We didn't have anything morning wise. Um, and I can't imagine thinking back that I was up any earlier than that for any particular reason, unless I had to be for something. But on a day to day, on an average, 
waking up around 7. I usually had class in the morning, so 8 a.m. till around 12, 12.30. Uh, practice was always 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock, lift 4.30 to 6.30. Then we had some sort of ice bath, rehab, recovery till around 7. Then you would head home. My campus was gigantic, so 9 times out of 10, I was walking my ass home, which was a good couple miles. I would, you know, go to get food or go to the dining hall and get home, shower, eat, you name it, whatever. Probably start my homework and assignments and things around 8 p.m. or later, right? Or later because things always pop up, right? There's always something. And then you get up and you repeat that the next day with more classes, more meetings, more rehab, practice, conditioning, extra shit, you name it. Like, it was wake up, this, 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 da, 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 go to bed, repeat. Like there was no free time. There was no, oh, wow, I have nothing to do today. Like that didn't exist. And my coaches uh, like to leave very little open in your day. And they did that strategically now looking back. But if we ever did have a day off, because you also, you also are required to have mandatory days off, uh, NCAA rules, you name it, whatever. But if we did, it was a optional, and I'm putting air quotes around optional. You guys can't see me, so I'm going to say it. Uh, optional recovery day. And by optional, I mean mandatory, and you had to be there. Like you were there in the practice facility at a certain day, at a certain time, no questions asked, and you were doing some sort of like yoga, stretching bullshit, right? Let me go home. Let me have a free day to myself. Nope, absolutely not. We are on the go all the time. Like, it was just, it was craziness or craziness. I mean, every second of every day was jam-packed with as many things as possible. And guess what? You still had to find enough time for your assignments. You had to find enough time for studying and exams and maybe having a social life, maybe going out to the bars. Like, and you know what? I, I figured it out. I figured it the fuck out. Why? Because what was the alternative? You know what I mean? Not figure it out, like not get everything done, quit gymnastics, fail out of school. No, of course, like there's no alternative. It's this is what's presented to you. Here's what your day looks like. Get it done. And if you're at that level of sports and you're at that level of education, I mean, you're getting it done. Right. And I mean, not to toot my own horn here, but like I figured that shit out so much that I finished my undergraduate degree in only three years finishing with a 3.7 GPA in the top two kinesiology programs in the country, okay? I figured that shit out, and you can figure it out too, okay? So that is kind of the purpose of today's episode is just learning how to attack your day, learning that time management, and like I said, if you've listened to the show before, you know that I do attribute a lot of my mindset and mental discipline to being a gymnast, but that doesn't mean if you weren't a gymnast for 18 years that you can't develop these same habits, the same way of thinking, this same planning, scheduling, I've got this, I've got me type of attitude and type of mindset. So this is going to be my you know, top tips for time management. Practice makes perfect as it does for anything um, in order for you guys to work efficiently and how to attack your day and how to learn how to you know, get more done in that same 24 hours. Let's get it. Okay, tip number one for becoming the absolute queen of time management and attacking your schedule, we're rewinding it. We're bringing it back to the night before. Tip number one, you want to plan ahead. And the only way to plan ahead is to think about things now for the future. Personally speaking, for me, that is always the night before. So what you are going to want to do and something that I do literally every single night, even on the weekends, even on a Saturday night, like I'm figuring out what the fuck I have to get done the next day. 
I will never, ever, ever, partly because it's a habit, partly because my mental craziness, I can't just let things go. I'm not a go with the flow kind of gal. I will never head into a day being like, huh, what do I have to do today? Like, of course, if it's a Sunday and it's a little bit more low key and like Sundays I record this show for you guys. And like, I don't have to have every minute of every second planned out, but you bet your ass rolling into a Monday, rolling into a Thursday, rolling into my week when things get busy, life gets hectic. We've got a million things going on. I have a fucking plan. And I stick to that plan tooth and nail. You can't stray me away from it. And you may think that's crazy. I don't care. I get so much shit done in my day. And I can't tell you how good that feels to be so accomplished by like 11 a.m. You got all of the things done that you wanted to do for the whole damn day. Shit that would usually take you forever. And you're like, oh, I planned it out. I timed things out. And oh my goodness, you know, I'm done, right? Like, God, it feels so good to just be on top of your shit. So this is kind of what it looks like for me, I will take a look at my next day, right? So we will pretend like, you know, heading into a Monday, I'm going to pull up all of my things for work. I'm going to pull up any sort of meetings, any sort of, you know, Instagram lives, content wise, things that I need to do, things that have a specific time that they need to get done. You know what I mean? So looking at your job, if there's obviously a time you need to be there, and there's a time you need to leave. Those are kind of set in stone items. And then within that, you know, nine to five, so to speak, if you have any meetings, if your lunch is at a certain time, like you basically want to fill in and solidify the deadlines of your day. And I do this all pen to paper, like pen to paper. I am writing this down in my planner that is officially glued to my hip. I go nowhere without it but I'm writing it down. Why? Because if you think through this, like your brain, at least my brain, I get very jumbled. Like I can't be like, okay, I'm going to gym this time to this time. Then I'm going to go here and then I'm going to do there. And then I have this, that I'm going to like start forgetting what times are things. And like, why not just write it down so you can think it through once it's there for reference and you don't have to keep thinking it through like pen to paper or fingers to keyboard. I don't know. Do what works for you. I liked writing things out, like actually writing them. But bottom line is you're going to write down and fill in your solids first. So for example, your work, your schedule, you're this, maybe you have to pick up the kids at this time. Maybe you're meeting a friend for lunch at this time, whatever is like a cannot be moved type of deal. The next thing that you want to do is write in the thing that you keep skipping. Okay. Write in for most people. Hey, hey, gym session, write that in next. Like that should be your first of like the quote unquote, unnecessary, you know what I mean? Like not nine to five work job that can't be moved, but like something that you want to get done and put that shit at the start of your day. If you are writing things out, pen to paper, you're like, all right, D said to write this out and you're filling it out and you get down to the end of your day and you're like, cool, I'm going to go to the gym after work tomorrow. And you know, damn well, you have never followed through on that plan. That is no longer your plan. That no longer works. That is not part of your scheduling out the night before. You need to do something different. Whatever you continuously skip goes at the start of your day. So you, my friend, are now going to the gym before work. Okay, you are writing that in your schedule. So if work starts at 9, you got to leave the house by 8.30. Guess who's going to the gym in the morning? You. And you're not just going to write on there like gym in morning. Like what time are you going? What time are you leaving the house? What time are you getting back home? Okay, if that's the case, how long are you working out for? If you have to leave the house by seven, what time are you waking up, right? This is what blows my mind is that this even needs to be taught, but it needs to be taught apparently, okay? So if you're gonna say, I need to leave the house by 
to go to work for the day. And you're like, all right, I'm going to commit to this. I'm getting a morning workout done because I always skip that shit and I'm tired of this and I want to lose those 10 pounds and I'm giving myself the same bullshit excuses every single day. You have this whole conversation with yourself, right? And then you're planning out your day for the next day. You're leaving the house at 8.30. You're not just going to write down in your plan, gym in the morning. Like what the, what does that mean? No, 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 no. We're going to do this. If you have to leave the house by 8.30, think about yourself. How long does it take you to get ready for work? I don't know. Maybe it takes you, we'll, we'll call it 30 minutes. That's very aggressive, but you know what I mean? Just for even numbers, which means if you need to leave by 8.30, we're going to work everything backwards. You need to be back home from the gym at 8. Your gym is 15 minutes away. Cool. You need to leave the gym at 7.45. You know your workout's going to take you an hour, let's call it. Awesome. You need to be at the gym at 6.45. What do we say? Gym's 15 minutes away. Cool. You need to leave your house at 6.30. If you're leaving the house at 6.30, that means you're waking up at what? Six. Okay. Do you see how effective that is? And on your little planner, on your little pen to paper notepad, you're going to write out, wake up 6 a.m., leave apartment by 6.30, gym 6.45, 7.45, home 8 o'clock, leave for work 8.30, work 9 to this. Do you understand the difference there? That is so effective in order to get done. The one thing that you, and I'm using the gym for an example, one, because I hear it all the time from a lot of my clients and just people that I talk to, but two, because this is a health and fitness podcast and this is what we're talking about, do you understand how much different that approach is than just, I'm going to go to the gym in the morning? Because I guarantee you're not. You're going to try to wake up. You're going to set your alarm for like seven. You're like, yeah, yeah, that'll be good. And then you snooze it a few times. All of a sudden it's 730. By the time you were in theory to get to the gym, it's eight o'clock. And then you're like, oh, fuck, I don't have time. Oh, I guess I'll go after work. And the cycle continues when you don't get your ass there. Okay, so everything in your day needs to be scheduled out. Be a little bit crazy with this to start out right? When I first started doing this, it literally looked like that for the time I woke up all the way down to the time I either finished work or went to bed if I had anything else kind of going on. Do I need to do that every single day now? No. Do I do that with my mornings every day? Yes. I absolutely do. I jam pack my mornings with as much shit as possible because that for me is when I am most productive. That for me is when I get a lot of shit done and I would rather plan out, wake up this time, gym at this time, home at this time, shower, a whole shebang, everything I'm doing until around 12, because I guarantee I can get more done from the hours of 6am to 12 noon than you can get done in your entire day. Just by planning it all out like that, just by being super efficient, being on top of my schedule and laying out those expectations for myself ahead of time. If not, I'm going to lollygag through shit. Uh, Something that could take me 20 minutes is going to take me 45. When I'm supposed to leave the house by 630, I'm not going to have any plan. I'm going to wind up leaving by 715. Like I'm just going to be running late. And what you want to think about is creating that schedule of unnecessary, I say, or like extra things, you know, the gym or this or that. You want to create those as mandatory things, right? You're no longer like, oh, I need to leave for the gym at 6.30. It's like, oh, I have a meeting at 6.30. Like, are you going to show up late to a meeting with the CEO of your company? No. So don't show up late to your meeting at the gym for yourself and your health. You have to prioritize shit as if it's like a non-negotiable, has to happen. This is, you know, do or die. I'm going to get fired if I'm not at the gym at 645, whatever it's going to be. But that is how you want to do it the night before. That way, again, you have a plan set up in place and you know 
what you need to get done at what time. And I guarantee as well, when you start to do this, you're going to start to kind of find some gaps um, of like, wait, what what do I usually do from like two o'clock to five o'clock, right? Like, what do I normally do at work or whatever it's going to be? And you can start to fill things in that are a little bit more productive little tasks that you maybe don't get done. Maybe you do work from home and two o'clock to five o'clock is like, I'm not getting anything done, but you're like, ah, I've been staring at that pile of dishes for like three days now. Like fucking plan in, do the dishes at 2.15. That way when 2.15 rolls around and you're working from home and you're like, I don't really know what, go fucking do the dishes while you're sitting on your computer, not having much to do, right? Like multitask in a sense that you have everything planned out and all you have to do is follow it, okay? And that way, if anything at any point comes up in your day, chances are you still have the availability to solve it. You have the like, you know, flexibility in your day because there is freedom in structure is really what it is, especially if you work from home and you will get as much done as you plan to get done. So creating that plan ahead of time the night before, before you go to bed to include, yes, all of your work tasks, yes, all of your other tasks, yes, your health and fitness all the way up there at the top. Um, You're going to go to bed every night feeling like you have a game plan set up and you're going to be 10 times more productive that day than you've been the last six months. Okay. Tip number two is going to help you to figure out exactly what to put in that day that you're planning. Tip number two, I don't know if you guys know who this is, Andy Frisella. He is the CEO of First Form as well as a bunch of other businesses. He's, he's he's the man. He is the man. He has a podcast called Real AF, which I absolutely love. He just, he knows how to get shit done. He's incredibly successful financially, you know, entrepreneurially. Like he's just, he's the man. And one of the things he has created is the power list. Now, this power list is going to help you identify and solidify exactly what the heck you're planning in to what I just said in tip number one, because that's a very real thing too, is I I hear this a lot. It's like, all right, I went to plan out my day and I'm like, I don't really know what I should be doing. You know what I mean? Like what, what do I fill the morning with? Maybe you did kind of reflect a little bit and you're like, I'm most productive from like 10 AM to like two that, that period of time. That's like, I'm on fire. And it's like, all right, cool. What do I do? where do I go? Who do I talk to? Right? It's like, what do I fill that time with? If you know that that's when you're most productive. So this power list is going to be kind of super, super helpful in identifying those things so that you can decide when they need to get done. So for the power list, it is a list of three to five things. I would aim for five, um, that must get done for the day. And if you get them done, you win the day. And that feels fucking good put a little W on the day and you move forward knowing you did exactly what you had to do. So for these three to five things, they are extra things in your day, things that you're not going to naturally do. For example, your power list should not include brush my teeth in the morning, right? Unless you're like, I have not brushed my teeth in six months. First off, that is disgusting. Then absolutely that goes as number one and number two on your power list. But you guys get the point. They are extra things in your day that you need to accomplish outside of what you're already doing. So go to work also should probably not be on your power list because there's a good chance you're already going to be doing that. Um, same thing applies for, you know, just day-to-day tasks that you're, you're, you're good at. You're getting accomplished. You're getting done. Maybe you've been like on your shit with your nutrition and you're always packing your lunch for the next day. Like that's become part of your nighttime routine is pack your lunch, pack your lunch. Your power list is not going to include pack my lunch for the next day because you've already accomplished that. You've already built that up. And the point of the power list as well 
is to help you build habits that you don't necessarily have right now. So going back to my gym example, if the gym is something you are always putting off, you are always, I'll go after work, I'll go tomorrow, I'll start Monday, right? If that's you, then going to the gym, and I'm going to challenge you to put a specific time to it as well, that should be on your power list pretty much every day until you can associate going to the gym with you know, brushing your teeth. They're one in the same. You know both are getting done. It's no biggie. It's no, you know, skin off your back. You just, it's what you do, right? Then it, then it no longer goes on your power list, right? So that list is things that you want to accomplish outside of just your day-to-day tasks. For example, too, if you're a parent, right, you have to pick up your kids from, I don't know, daycare at four o'clock. That's not going on your power list. There's a chance, there's a good chance, I at least would hope, fingers crossed, you're not going to forget your kids at daycare. That Like, great. But there is a good chance you're probably going to skip out on cooking a healthy dinner because you're going to be picking your kids up and then you're going to pass by Chick-fil-A and you're like, ooh, Chick-fil-A sounds good. So something on your power list might be dinner from home, right? Extra things that you want to do that are going to allow you to succeed and push forward. Things you constantly push off that you know will make a big difference. Okay, so back to the gym. If your lazy ass is skipping the gym every single day, you're getting there once a week, that needs to go as number motherfucking one on your power list, okay? Because there is absolutely no excuse for anyone at all at any given point to not make it to the gym if you said you were going to go. I don't care what happens. I don't care what goes on. And again, going back to, again, number one with planning that out, put it, put your power list in play. And associate those tasks with a certain time. For example, if you never get to the gym at 6 p.m. after work, put your gym session at 6 a.m. Why? Because there's nothing that's going to interrupt your morning workout. Nobody else is even fucking awake yet, right? Nobody's going to be blowing up your phone or emails pop it up or something crazy happened and a coworker this and you had to stay late at work. None of that's happening if your day hasn't officially started yet. Hence why the morning workouts are so important. And again, you can work out at any time of the day. There's no benefit to morning workouts for results, but it is a big, big benefit in regards to your schedule. Um, So writing out that power list and then associating times to each thing is going to allow you to then better create your plan for the next day and kind of piecing together exactly when each of those things are going to happen. Because I think too, a lot of times people – they they embark on these things. They're like, cool, I'm going to write a power list. You know, I listen to Dee's podcast. She does it. And, and then I listen to Annie Frisella's. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sold. Like, awesome. And then you write it down. And then at the end of the day, you like even forgot to reference it one time. You didn't get any of that shit done. You're like, ah, like just doing it, simply writing the things down is not enough. And I think that's what people get a little bit mis, misguided on as well. Like, It's awesome if you start any of these habits and you have been implementing them, but if you're not caring enough about whether or not you succeed at them, there's a good chance they're not going to be nearly as effective as they could be. And then you're kind of left still scrambling, still not really getting things done, still kind of wondering why you can't seem to get to the gym. It's because you started it, but like you're half-assing it. Okay, so if you're going to write down a power list, this is a power list. This is, I'm, I'm getting this shit done. I don't care if there's a tornado going on outside. I said I'm going to go for a run today. I'm going for a run today. You know what I mean? Like that's the purpose of all of these things. It's to help you in the long run, and it's going to take getting a little bit uncomfortable in pushing yourself to do the things that you've been constantly pushing off. But at the end of the day, they're going to be so helpful with creating – 
a sense of confidence in yourself, a sense of, you know, productivity. And again, you're going to be getting so much more done. Like it's, it really does kind of come full circle. So that is the power list is three to five things um, and cross them off as you go. If you get more than three, so you write down five, if you get at least three of those done, that's a win for the day, right? Anything that you didn't get done from that day needs to be repeated on your power list for the next day. Okay. So if you didn't get to the gym, guess what? That's going to go right back up on number one for tomorrow as well. And when you're planning out your day, you're going to put the gym back up at 6 a.m., but then take it a step further to reflect on why it didn't get done. Okay. So this part, I mean, this episode is a lot about time management, but it's also a lot about just productivity and self-reflection and understanding that you are 1 million percent in control of your time and what you get done in the same 24 hours we're all given, right? In my opinion, my alarm clock goes off and it's like, ready, go. Right? That's the mindset I have is like, do, 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 do. like, how many things can I get done today to set me so far ahead of everyone else who's out there snoozing, sleeping, being lazy, scrolling through Instagram? Like, what can I do right now for me that's going to just set me apart head and shoulders from where everyone else is? Right? So hell yeah, I have my powerless. Hell yeah, I have it all mapped out. And hell yes, at the end of the day, I have every single thing crossed off and I'm probably done early. Okay, tip number three of five is waking up earlier. So in order to master your schedule, be the queen of planning, attack your day, I I almost like hesitate to be like, it's mandatory, but like in all honesty, waking up earlier in the morning than you're used to kind of is mandatory in order for you to really be able to attack your day and to optimize the time that you have. Now, in order to get up earlier, what happens? We got to go to bed a little earlier. Like it kind of does come full circle there. But bottom line is getting up even 30 minutes earlier to start your day can absolutely 1000%, I'm a firm believer in this, completely turn around the direction of the day that you have ahead. It it gives you more time, obviously, to get things done. It puts you in a better mindset to accomplish what you need to. It gives you a second to breathe. Maybe that's all you do when you wake up earlier is just breathe and drink some coffee out on your porch and like take a second to decompress before being absolutely hammered by tasks, to-do lists, priorities, responsibilities, you name it. But waking up earlier in the morning is... I mean, 10 out of 10 recommend. And know what's funny too with myself is like I hate waking up early. I am not a morning person in like the actual getting out of bed and and my natural sleep cycle. If left to my own devices, I could probably realistically sleep in till 10 o'clock or later every single morning, you know, regardless of what time I go to bed. Even if I'm in bed at 9 p.m. the night before, I could still probably sleep until 9 a.m. the next day, like 12 hours. Sure. Sounds great. I would love that. And for me to be even writing on here, wake up earlier as a tip, like, you know, the, the me from three years ago would be absolutely laughing because it's, that's just, that was not me. That was not me. And and building this up and building this as part of my routine and my habits and my day to day has helped tremendously with my productivity and being able to accomplish more shit. And that's the stage of my life that I'm in right now is how productive can I be? How successful can I be? How much can I get done every day? And I guarantee I will hit a point where I'm like, I'm chilling. I'm coasting. I could sleep in a little bit. I'm not there yet. I don't feel comfortable being there yet. And I want to keep pushing forward. And how much shit can I get done every day? So if you're in that same time frame of your life or you want to be, start waking up a little bit earlier. Okay. So personally, like I said, I absolutely hate it. I really do. But the first, honestly, five to 10 minutes of actually getting out of bed is really the only thing that I hate. 
it's really the only hard part. And if you think about it, if it requires five minutes of doing something you don't want to do for the rest of your day to benefit, like, come on, come on, the risk to reward there, it's, it's there. Get up, get going. Maybe snooze your alarm one time, but second alarm goes off, we are out of bed. And that is the only part of it that sucks because in all honesty, like I'm tired, I'm cranky, I'm my alarm's going off. I'm like, what the fuck am I getting up for? I could sleep in. Guys, I work from home. I can create my entire own schedule. I have the availability, if I wanted to, to start work at noon every day. And I'm still up at 6 a.m., right? Like that just goes to show how important it is because even if I got done the exact same amount of work on a day I woke up at 6 a.m. versus a day I started my day at noon, even if I accomplished, checked off the same amount of boxes for both, I'm going to feel so much better doing it all earlier. I really am. And I know that about myself. So I will suffer through the first five to 10 minutes of my alarm going off and me saying, what the fuck am I doing this for? And that's it. That's the only part of my day that I hate. The feeling and I'm a morning workout person, the feeling that I get when my workout is done, I'm driving home from the gym, I'm blasting my music, windows down, I'm riding the high of all those positive endorphins, and it's only what, like 8.30 in the morning? Like, oh my God, guys, I have chills right now. Like if that feeling, that feeling is a drug, and it is one I will gladly drag my ass out of bed every single morning for. I have no problem with that at all. So if you have not gotten on that wave yet, here is your sign to do so. And start small, right? Like 20, 30 minutes earlier, start there. And then 45 minutes earlier, and then an hour earlier, like build up to it. Don't expect your body to go from snoozing in and sleeping until 8.30 when work starts at 9 to, hey, I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. tomorrow. Like it's not going to work. And then you're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, my body just couldn't do it. Like, no, of course it couldn't do it. You had no sort of preparation for that at all. You have to build these habits up. It's not a night and day difference. It's not a one day to the next. You have to build on it if you truly and firmly plan on keeping that as part of your routine. Okay. So that's kind of my little spiel on waking up earlier. But I mean, if you, and if you are someone too, who feels like you don't have, you know, enough time in your day, I also want you, and I also challenge you to take a look at, well, like I mentioned earlier, when you're most productive, capitalize on that. For me, that's the morning. And then take a look at the open spaces in your day. Like I was mentioning, if you are spending, you're like, you get home from work at 5.30 and you can't really quite identify anything that you have done from 5.30 PM until you go to sleep at 10. Like what the fuck, what are you doing during that time? Think about it. Like actually think about it. I mean, I'm sure you have like maybe some house chores or things to get done or whatever. Like, but Again, what the fuck are you filling that time with? Are you scrolling through social media, through Instagram, TikTok? Are you laying on the couch? Are you binging watching Netflix? Or like what kind of productive tasks are you doing at that time? And if you're someone who's like, my brain is on E, I can't get anything done during that time, that's fine. But you bet your ass, you better wake up earlier and fill that morning time with all the shit that you're not getting done at 5:30. Okay. And we all, yes, deserve, you know, some downtime and we want to relax and sit on the couch. I get it, but like work your ass off and earn the downtime, right? Do everything you need to do. Cross off every list, every checklist, every to-do, whatever, and then sit on the couch, okay? Like sit when everything is done, not when you're getting tired. We're all tired. Everybody's tired. We all want to sit. We've all done a million things for the day. The people who are winning and succeeding at life, they're not sitting down when they're tired. They're sitting down when they're done. 
Okay, so start waking up a little bit earlier in your day. I guarantee it's going to make a world of a difference for the amount of shit you can accomplish. Tip number four, kind of capitalizing on that morning um, time as well. You want to you want to establish a morning routine but a morning routine that works for you. Um, and if you are someone who, you know, social media is a part of your life or TikTok, or like you see all these like bougie, you know, morning routines, aesthetically like green matcha tea on the beach, you know, with a journal, like you see so much shit for morning routines. But I think bottom line is, and the reason this tip is called a morning routine that works for you is because it has to be something, hey, hey, that works for you. Otherwise, there's essentially no point to it and you're not going to receive any of the benefits of it and then guarantee it's going to start to fall off because hands down, anything you're trying to do or build in your life for healthy habits or new lifestyles or just changes in general, it has to work within you and your mind and your body and your schedule. It has to work. Otherwise, it's only going to be a force for so long until you start to give it up. And that's, again, kind of going back to this gym reference that I keep mentioning for this episode. If you're not establishing a routine with the gym, maybe like that morning routine is not for you. Maybe morning workouts are not for you. If you're not establishing something that works for you that you can stick with long term, it's only a matter of time before it slips right off your power list and it never really returns on there. So finding things that you enjoy that, you know, at the end of doing, you're like, hey, wait a second, that kind of felt good. Like I I kind of enjoyed that. Do more of those things. Okay, so for a morning routine specifically, um, I mean, there's a lot you can include. It can be journaling, it can be meditation, it can be stretching, yoga, podcasts, a morning walk. Like, and, and all honesty too, I, I think all, all of that is is great. All of those things are awesome. All of those things have a ton of benefits, but they're not going to benefit you if it doesn't work for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for me personally, like as I mentioned, I'm the most productive and efficient in the mornings. Again, from when I wake up around six to probably around noon, even sometimes around like two, like that morning chunk of the day, holy shit, I could accomplish a week's worth of work if I really wanted to. So personally, like I'm not, I don't want to, and I'm not going to spend my morning and spend my morning routine doing something like yoga or stretching or meditation. Like when I can do those things at night when my brain is on E. You know what I mean? Like if I'm in that like go, 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 get shit done, hella just moving around hella fast, doing this, accomplishing that. Oh my gosh, I got all my work done. It's only noon. If I, if my brain is firing on all cylinders and absolutely winning the day by noon, I'm not going to purposely slow that down. And again, this is totally individual. This is what works best for me. Like I would rather do those things as part of a nighttime routine if need be when I've accomplished the world and I want to relax a little bit. Then yeah, I can sit on the couch. I can watch Netflix while I stretch or whatever. So for me personally, my morning routine is waking up early, absolutely crushing my workout, feeling like a goddamn million bucks driving home. Ah, I freaking love it. Getting ahead on messages, emails, clients, et cetera. Usually while I'm doing some sort of cardio or cool down at the gym, kind of tying the two of those together. And then, you know, showering, whatever, eating my protein oatmeal and diving into my work. Like that is my morning routine. That's what fills my cup. That's what sets me up for success. That's what makes me show the fuck up for the day, the best, highest energy version of myself. If I were to start my morning with like 
some slow music and a, I don't know, a, a yoga video. Like I personally would want to go back to bed. You know what I'm saying? Like that just, that per- it doesn't work for me. And that's why you need to find a morning routine that works for you. If you, if the thought of getting up and crushing legs at 6am is like, I would rather stab needles through my eyeballs, then hey, me and you don't have the same morning routine. That is fine. Maybe you're the kind of person who needs more of that slow, easy, you know, ease your way into the day kind of energy. And that's awesome. Do what works for you and then stick with that. But I will say nothing that you're going to try to start doing is going to come with ease. So I don't want you guys to get the misunderstanding that, you know, you tried a morning workout, you were tired that day and you got sleepy by like 2 p.m. And you're like, oh yeah, I knew it. Morning workout's not for me. Like, no, it takes your body time, whatever you're introducing, it takes time to adjust to. And I say, give it a good go for two plus weeks before you write it off as like, this is just not working for me. You know what I mean? So give it time to, you know, help the way it should. And then if you feel like you need to adjust some things, adjust some things. It's all individual for what works best for you. Um, But that's kind of how I go about my morning routine. Okay. Last but not least, we have tip number five, which is not actually a tip, but more so a law that I want to introduce to each of you guys. Because as soon as I learned about this, I had that like aha moment and I started to be able to want to schedule my day a little bit more, to want to create deadlines for myself, to want to just take a little bit more control knowing that I'm in control. So this is called Parkinson's law. And Parkinson's law in basic terms basically means that you will take as much time to complete a task as you give yourself. So if you give yourself an hour to get something done, it'll take an hour. If you cut that down and say, I need to get this done in 20 minutes, you will get it done in 20 minutes. You have the control and the ability to manipulate the amount of time certain tasks require. And it's, again, if you're running a marathon, you're like, I'm going to give myself 20 minutes to run this marathon. Like, no, obviously not. That does not apply. But in your day-to-day tasks and things that you have to do, you, whatever it is, it it works. And I want you to kind of pay attention to that as you go about your um, your day for the rest of the week, for the rest of the month, whatever. If you always have to get a certain something done by the time you leave work, how often are you doing it right up until the time you leave work? Probably pretty frequently. And like I said, I had this aha moment uh, with this specifically because I thought, I don't know why this is like the first thing I thought of with it, but the first thing I thought of was when I'm like getting ready to go out or I'm getting ready to do something and I need to do the whole shebang, hair, makeup, you know, whole thing, pick an outfit out. Like you, girls, you know what I'm talking about, right? When you're going, you're, you're getting dressed up to go somewhere. I will take <laughs> as long as I have to, as long as I give myself to get ready. It does not matter how long I give myself or how early I start or if I start early, like I will always, always be ready just exactly when I need to run out the door. It doesn't matter. I don't care if that's an hour, two hours, three hours. Oh, I'm going to shower this morning. Like I will be ready. We're leaving at five. I will be ready at 4.59. Always, always, always. Like, but it goes in reverse as well. If I'm ever in a pinch and I need to shower, do my hair, do my makeup, get out the door in 45 minutes, I'll be ready in that amount of time as well, right? Parkinson's law. You will take as much time as you give yourself. So this applies not just when you're getting ready and going out with your girls, but this applies to work tasks, to responsibilities, to workouts, to anything in your day that needs to get done. 
So giving yourself specific cutoff times and specific, you know, deadlines, so to speak, for your day-to-day tasks will allow you to optimize the efficiency in which you get them done. Right? You ever notice on a weekend when you're not rushing through your workout to get to work or whatever, you're like, wow, why was I in the gym for two hours? Like, that took forever. It's because you allowed yourself two hours to get your shit done. So you took it. Versus on a Tuesday morning when you only have an hour to get in, get out before you have to go to work, guess what? You got it done in that amount of time as well. So being very, very firm with your cutoff times, with the tasks that you have and exactly when they need to be done by yourself, like not just when they're due, but when you want to get them done by, you're going to be so much more efficient in those tasks. You're going to be accomplishing so much more then because you have more time to give and it just... You're going to be like, I I wish I could explain it. It's just such a great feeling to know like, oh, I said I was going to be doing this by this time. Boom, I did it. And you're like, oh, okay. Like you start to kind of build up that confidence in yourself um, because it really does show you how much you're capable of. So for example, if you need to do this when you are planning out your day, going back all the way up to number one, planning out your day, giving yourself specific times to do things by, right? Like I kind of mentioned at the start, I want to be up at this time, out the door by this time, home by this time, workouts done here to here. Then I want to go to work. I have to do this. I have to do that. Give yourself, if you walk into work at 9 a.m. and you have one thing on your desk, you have to, I don't know, type up some spreadsheets. I don't know what you guys do, whatever. You have to type up some spreadsheets and that's, that has to get done before you leave for the day. You will be, I guarantee, typing up those damn spreadsheets until you are about to walk out the door versus if you walk in at 9 a.m., you know you have to type out some spreadsheets. You say, I'm going to get this done by 11. You will get it done by 11. It is a fact. It is a law. And I guarantee if you implement that, put that in your life tomorrow, you're going to notice a difference. And then, oh my goodness, it's 11 a.m., And you got done everything you had to do for the day. Like, okay, well, what's next? Boom, we reference the power list. We keep moving forward. You see what I mean? Like all of these tips kind of intertwine and link together. And if you can kind of do all of them, and it's going to take practice. So start with one. But if you can start to do all of them, you're going to be accomplishing more in your day-to-day than you did all last month all last week, all last year, even if you keep this up. So becoming super efficient, it's not that you need to establish and learn and teach yourself any new skills in your day-to-day, right? You're typing up spreadsheets doesn't require a new skill of yours, but the efficiency and the time management skill portion of it is new, is being introduced, and is going to make a world of a difference. So For me, I like to time block my day. Um, I time block the fuck out of my day, to be honest. Like like I said, wake up this time, workouts done by this time, my client check-ins are done by this time, I have a meeting at this time, Client, like just the whole freaking day. And then all of a sudden I'm like, holy moly, it's 3 p.m. and I've done everything. Cool, what's next? What do I want to do? Like, what do I want to go out on a walk? Like, whatever it's going to be. Like, just give yourself specific times. And even in your monotonous day to day tasks, you want to go and take the dog out for a walk in the morning before you leave for work. Tell yourself you're going to be back home by this time. Guess what? You'll be back home by this time. Instead of lollygagging around doing whatever you're doing, and then you're running late, and then you're rushing out the door, and then you forgot to eat, pack your lunch, and then you're getting fast food for lunch, and everything spirals. And that's why all this does kind of relate back to health and fitness because. The reality of it is healthy habits for most people, unfortunately, are not a part of their everyday routine. 
They are habits that need and require a lot of effort, a lot of planning, a lot of thinking out ahead of time, a lot of practice in order for them to be successful, in order for them to even appear and show up in their day. So if you kind of pair that with the fact of like, I have no time, I'm always running around, I can't get anything done. Are you going to be willing and able to introduce a new task or a new habit to your day? Probably not. But if you become the queen of efficiency and mastering your schedule, attacking your day instead of letting it attack you, you're going to be a lot more inclined to then, yes, want to introduce some extra habits, want to introduce an extra gym session. Why? Because you have the time to do so. And you now, my friend, have the confidence and just trust within yourself that you're going to get it all done. And that has to be built up first before you can effectively and successfully implement any sort of health and fitness journey, routine, strategy, you name it. You have to be good, really good at what you have to do every day so that the extra things that you get to do, I get to go to the gym, I get to pack my lunch, I get to meal prep. You don't feel like you're so overwhelmed by those tasks because you just simply don't have enough hours in the day. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And if you are someone who's constantly saying that, there's a good chance you're not optimizing the time that you do have and you're allowing miscellaneous tasks and bullshit to fill up way, way, way too much of your day. So those are my top five tips for you guys. And again, I have to think a lot less about them individually now because they kind of all mesh together and it's just simply how I approach my day. That is years and years of practice. Again, going back to gymnastics and athletics and college. And I was kind of forced into like, applying and using Parkinson's law. I was kind of forced into a power list because that was literally the only way shit could get done. Um, and I'm so grateful for that. And uh, it has really made a night and day difference in my day, how much I accomplish. And I almost kind of, I look at the people around me and I'm like, oh, you could do that so much faster. Like, oh, give yourself a cutoff time. Oh, time block your day. And they're like, what in the hell? What are you talking about? And I just like, sit in my own little world of like, I'm just productive as shit. You know what I mean? Like, and again, it sounds crazy. I'm, you guys probably think I'm a lunatic at this point, but at the end of the day, if you want to be successful, you want to be more productive and you want to take more control of what your life looks like, then I say, start implementing these things. I say, start being a little crazy. I say, start, you know, creating your power list. And when everyone around you was like, what are you doing? Who cares? Right? Six months down the line, you're going to be thriving. You're going to be probably teaching them what the power list is. You're going to be probably telling them to spend some time at night mapping out their day. It's going to work. It's going to make a difference. But like I said earlier, I would definitely start small. If you don't do currently any of these things and you are someone scrambling around every day, even in some capacity, this doesn't have to be like a total shit show of like, I'm never on top of my things. But if you feel like you could benefit from feeling like you have some more time in your day, then I say start slow and start picking one to two of these to implement and then build on that. So it has made a world of a difference. And I am very curious too, if you guys do start to implement any of these, let me know. Let me know which ones work, which ones are helpful, what else you could accomplish in your day. Maybe you go out and cure cancer with the extra free time you have. I am all for it. Uh, but keep me updated. I definitely like to hear more kind of personal testimonials when it comes to any of the tactics or strategies that I've helped you implement. And if you're able to do these things, create that extra time in your day, be able to get to the gym, and then you lose 10 pounds this month, like, holy shit. I mean, really just putting all of my passions into one little cup and making me the happiest, happiest D in the whole wide world. So that is all I have for you guys. My top five tips for efficiency and time management. Go implement them. Go be productive. Go win the freaking day.